0: what's up everyone welcome back to something in the water podcast this pod. episode three
1: yeah. I'm desco Martin
0: I'm crackalack
1: yep yeah, and now we're back um what do we get into first
0: how have you been
1: man I've been good I've been really busy with a lot of different things um video editing video shooting has been one of them uh, what about you
0: um studio stuff still yeah. a lot of studio stuff studio sessions
1: a lot of studio sessions
0: yeah And then Speed Gang Manager. Oh, yeah. Stuff. I'm back in my Facebook ad bag.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, I don't... A lesson I learned is a lot of times we look for new things rather than continuing doing shit that's already proven, that's worked.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Like, for me, doing Facebook ads Mm -hmm. for business and then it works. And then, like, when the studio shut down, I kind of turn off all of my Facebook ad stuff And then it was kind of like business was really slow. And then something just clicked the other day. It was like, start Facebook ads again. Studio's back open. You got guys ready for work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the schedule's not full. Went in there, started playing with Facebook ads again. Booking started coming. I'm like, oh, my God. Why did I ever stop (laughs) doing this? Because I even stopped it for, like, CDs and other businesses and stuff, too, which I should have never done that, so.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like working out, too, if you think about it, Cause yeah. like, or just anything in general. Because I think about, like, sometimes I'll see some new stuff and I'll be like, oh, I need that to work out. Like, yeah. some new weights or a new technique you got to do or this new gym membership. But it's like, if you just stick to the basics of, like, yeah. regular push-ups, running, or anything that's, like, regular that you know you can already do without doing the extra stuff, it's like, most of the time it's going to work.
0: Yeah, it'd be like, whatever workout that you've done in your life, that's got to yeah. the best results.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of just continuing doing that yeah. to keep getting results you're like okay that worked but i want to see if something yeah, else works better exactly. yeah. and so you try all these other things but and then all the other things could not work as good as the thing exactly. that you were doing in the first place yeah. so that's crazy. yeah definitely facebook ads exciting
1: yeah what about artists wise have you been working with a lot of new artists or the same one
0: yeah a lot of new people have been coming to the studio which is cool um yeah just it's exciting that like the last but I had never really read a book yeah. as an adult up until like two years ago. That's crazy. Have you always been into reading?
1: Yeah. Well, um, probably like around like fifteen. Like self help. At self-help fifteen, you books. started reading. Yeah.
0: Damn, good for you. Yeah.
1: Hey, shout out! I got a good. I had a good stepdad. You know, I know that sounds crazy, but hey, my real dad wasn't in my life like that. But my stepdad, he introduced me to to the book Think and Grow Rich. So. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That's ever since then, self help books have been my thing. So.
0: What's your favorite self help book that you've ever read?
1: Um probably Think and Grow Rich and um I think it's the it's the Laws of Human Nature. Okay. Yep, that's a good one too.
0: I seen an Instagram video yesterday saying that, that was one of the books yeah. that you need to read to become a Laws of 1%. Human Nature? Yeah.
1: Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I haven't read that one. Yeah, I had a hard I have a hard book at home. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then uh what's another one? 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, I think that is, by John Maxwell. That's a good one, too. Okay. Yeah, a lot of, like, the self-help books, they, like, talk about, like, other people's stories and stuff like that. So, I like reading about other people's stories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's wisdom, man. Yeah. But,
1: uh, audiobooks is my thing, too, for...
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that, too. But, so, basically, in the last two years, I've read so many self-improvement and, like, business books, and then learning about, like... Human psychology and customers, making people feel good and appreciated. And it's crazy to think that I've been in business for so long and I didn't, there was a lot of things yeah. that after like I read, it was like, okay, cool. I've been doing that mm-hmm. good for a long yeah. time. But then there was so many other things that like majority of the stuff that I read and learned were things that I like wasn't doing. And, um, with business being slow for, or damn near closed for mm-hmm. six, seven months, um, I now that it's back open, it's like, ah, I have an opportunity, here's there's people, there's customers, yeah. like I get to apply all the shit that I've been learning and reading and you know. So it's like putting that information in, yeah. into use, you know, and it's cool to like do it and then see it work. Oh and it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's cool.
1: How's the uh how's the film the film portion of your studio going?
0: Um so this week is it this week maybe next week next week we're gonna go buy a bunch of two by fours okay to start building Frame out the- these middle those walls yeah. you know i had asked my dad today i said okay if i was doing an eight foot wall eight foot tall whatever like how many studs do i need in mm-hmm. between and He was like seven so i was like okay and then now nah, i was doing the math like how many walls am i doing times seven per wall and yeah get my number and then times the that by however much it is it's like four or five bucks for a two by four so i got my number and we're gonna start building yeah that's exciting man
1: yeah for sure yeah
0: i want you to check it i want you to do something there and create yeah yeah
1: for sure yeah yeah i just kind of i got freed up a little bit i got some free time now so do you yeah i just last three weeks have been been a lot man so yeah yeah that's Um, about
0: our space stuff
1: uh yeah yep because we got the event coming up on the 17th and the 19th the health and wellness festival
0: we both have an event in the same weekend.
1: For real? Yeah. What's your event?
0: Um, Speed Gang's oh, concert it's is on the 18th. Yeah, i just seen that. Yeah. That's later that night. Yeah. On the 18th? Yep.
1: Yeah, I'll probably I'll try to go. Awesome. You gonna be there? Yeah. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, right, I'm okay. gonna be there. I'm All right, there. cool, sure. cool, cool. For sure,
0: for sure. What's cool is uh, I'm basically there as the manager, so I'm not there. Normally, if it's like a club thing, it's... Filming or something? Filming, yeah. A scene yeah. for a video or vlogging or something, yeah. but it's like... Part of me as a manager, one of my main roles that I'm doing is like building his team for him. So it's just taking that business knowledge yeah. to a music artist who's mm-hmm. in a position that, you know, needs the team around him, can afford the team around him, has people that are willing to help that do mm-hmm. have some skills that could, you know, benefit him. But someone's got to come in and be like, hey, Martin, you're really good at video. You're already here, blah, blah, blah would you be interested in like being this position? And yeah. this is exactly what you would do. And this is what you'd be paid. Yeah. And this is how often you would do it and blah, blah, blah. So like I did that with uh, one of his good friends uh, is his vlog guy now. So he's doing all the vlogs and he's also helping with short form. And then I got Malik who's doing uh, a lot of content too. So it's like short form videos and photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a lot of his website merch stuff. So the day of the show, Malik is doing all the photography. Mm-hmm. Um his friend Joe is vlogging the whole event. Yeah. There's no like music video or nothing like that. So I'm just there.
1: That's cool. I'm chilling. Man. Yeah. Do you feel like um do you feel like as an artist, like let's say you're giving advice to artists, do you feel like an artist can pull it off kind of by themselves without any team if they had the right mindset?
0: If they had the right mindset and if they're like And basically by mindset, very determined, driven. I was talking to my wife yesterday about venting. More so, I was just stressed and overwhelmed with stuff. And I was like, kind of being a little bitch, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, saying, you know, this has got to get done. Who's going (coughs) to do that? Of course me. That's on my plate. And then this got to get done too. And who's going to do that? That's me. That's on my plate. And then she'll say things a lot, and like most people do. Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know how to do that. Well, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's like so many people want all these things, but they don't have skills to do things. And what I s- said to her was, "This all started with, with me. Just I wanted to make beats, mm-hmm. but then it led to this, and so I had to learn how to, you know, people want to buy my beats around the world, so I had to figure out how to make a website. So now, my desire and like my mindset was strong enough to actually. Learn how to make a website. Boom! Yeah. Now I did that. Okay. Then I ran into, you know, these guys making all this money and they're promoting their stuff online and running ads. Now I, I, you know, did I want to learn how to do ads? And the very, I just want to make beats. Yeah. You know, so I, yeah, it's just that that mindset, that drive to do it. Because I, I was just talking to her about how anything that I just listed that I have to do, every single person is capable of yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know, like. I'm not good at the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to do the thing or enjoy to do the thing, but it has to get done. Someone's got to do it, so I'll be the one to do it. What am I gonna do? I have no idea how to set up all these email flows and automations. Yeah. Whatever, I'm gonna go to YouTube and look up yeah. email flow automation, blah yeah. blah blah. I'm gonna watch five, ten videos, and within a day or two, I'm gonna be like better than eighty percent of the world at that specific thing. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. I don't know where that came from. but
1: (laughs) I feel like, um, you said something though, I feel like, um, so we talked earlier a little bit and you had asked if I like video editing. Yeah. And I feel like that's my thing though, is that thing of like, sometimes I don't know, especially like shooting like commercial work or working with like just corporations and stuff. It's not a music video where it's like a two, three minute song and you're just doing effects. It's like there has to be a storyline or you have to get the right information out. And I think that has been my puzzle, but it's like an enjoyment thing. So like, okay. I might not like video editing to the utmost where it's like, I just love it, but I love to problem solve. So it's kind of like my own personal puzzle. Okay. Yeah. So it, I feel like it betters me every time I get a video done. Cause it's like, oh, how did I think of that?
0: What's your favorite type of video to edit? Um, or do you like... Editing different types of things like editing a music video, editing a corporate video, yeah. Editing I like a short I think form. both, yeah.
1: Okay. Everything because I feel like then you know work doesn't become like a thing of just like um, just a pattern, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like people go to their nine to fives and experience that. Like I've worked at a factory, it's the same stuff over and over, and I feel like I've shot music videos, and after a while, it's like it's like sometimes people get caught up in the hype of being around big rappers or big people or just the hype of being around a lot of people during a music video, but then it's like that whole process gets old after a while. Like showing yeah, up does. with your camera, shooting the video, editing the video. Now you're showing up again with your camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might shoot six videos in a week or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, video editing is just my thing now where it's like I enjoy it because it's different every time. It's That's with cool. different people.
0: When people would ask me, what do I enjoy more like engineering or beats or yeah. videos and stuff. and to kind of tie into like niche like yeah. finding your niche and your lane and stuff like that um i, I was just i commented on like a viral post mm-hmm. like someone that had a bunch of followers and it was like advice on how to find your niche yeah and then i answered it was kind of like what is something that you're good at mm-hmm. like think of a thing and i was thinking of 10 to 15 things Then the next question is what do people come to you uh for advice on what t- what topic yeah i'm like ten to 15 things again yeah. what's another th- what's a thing that you've been paid money to do like obviously you're good enough to make money doing it mm-hmm. i was like again ten to 15 things but it was like seven or eight questions like that and every single thing was 10, 10, 10 to 15 different things And so <laughs> i left a comment saying my advice is just like your your niche is you um the, the, there is only one of you and when i think about like like you know me mm mm-hmm. In real life, not just on the internet, yeah. and, and you accept all the different things. Like, your brain doesn't blow up, and you're like, wait, wait, wait you do more than make beats? Yeah. You know, and <laughs> the same thing with you. Yeah. Like, I know all the different yeah. facets that come with Martin. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not overwhelmed by it.
1: No, for sure.
0: So, if you just embrace that with online, mm-hmm. then I think that that's like a strategy to never get burnt out. Because I feel like if you were to just niche down, and let's say we're doing, um. 30 second motivation inspiration videos. Mm-hmm. Right? And th- that was what we did. Yeah, We could probably grow pretty quick because yeah. people would sign up like, oh, I like those oh, yeah, videos. I need that. And yeah. every time they're going to engage with it and you could grow pretty fast, but then would you be fulfilled and like happy and proud and not be burnt out doing the same thing over and over and over again for years and years and years? I would. So I, yeah. I'm basically saying all that to say that I like bouncing around Mm -hmm. to different things, because I'm aware that I'd maybe be further in my career, maybe, who knows, if I was just stayed in my music video lane. And so I would never touch beats, never studio, never anything else. And whenever people would think of like Crackalack, they'd be like, that's the music video guy. And maybe it would help me stick out more, but then like the factor that so many people never even talk about is like happiness. Mm -hmm. And so would I be happy doing any one thing forever? Hell no.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's what's drove me crazy over these last couple of years, overthinking content and stuff with, man, maybe I should have a separate YouTube channel where all I do is video tutorials and then another channel where all I do is give advice to music artists and another channel where I do a podcast, another channel where I do vlogs and another channel where <laughs> I do like collab videos and meeting up with people and another channel where I do, it, I mean, it was at one point like eight or nine different YouTube channels is what I was going to have. And it was so overwhelming that it was, I was just paralyzed. Like I didn't do any content.
1: So do you think, so in a sense, do you think, because um, I kind of understand what you said when you said like, if you just did one thing, you'd probably get noticed more, but you'd most likely get burnt out. But at the same time, do you think sometimes, do you think followers matter in regards to because when you said even the motivational stuff, mm-hmm. um, I, I follow a bunch of motivational pages and they have so many views, they have so many followers, but it's like, what are you doing with that though? Yeah. So do you feel like sometimes it's okay not to be noticed as much as maybe you think you can be?
0: Yeah, I think every post has a purpose. Yeah. So like sometimes today I'm going to post a customer's music video mm-hmm. and I know that anytime I post, like not something to do with me it's just here's a random person mm-hmm. like it's a video but my purpose for posting it is I want to showcase th- this is something that I'm selling mm-hmm. this is a service that I offer and so if I never if I were to just focus on engagement and likes and stuff and be like hey whenever I post music videos I don't get no likes I would stop posting music videos but then people would stop hitting me up to shoot music videos Yeah. so it's like I, I need to do you gotta it's have some like sort of balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where you might have some content where hey, this is this is good value or it's it's educational or it's entertaining or it's a funny skit or trend there's something about it that's gonna be shared and people may save it or come back to it. Or if like you you gave a good gem on mm-hmm. how to camera settings for, for here's three tips on how to film a podcast, right? that's a video where you give value and someone may save that post or they share it on their story or something like that. Most likely they would save it to come back to it. Um, so that type of content would be good. But then if you also have fun and you're doing a lot of cool stuff and you wanna share it mm-hmm. with your page, for sure. Cause yeah. I-, I talked to a few, there's a dude named uh, Kyle Beats. if you ever watched yeah, him. Yep, yep. I'd paid him 500 bucks for a consultation mm-hmm. And one of the questions I asked him was, how much cool shit do you do that you don't post? And he laughed, and he was he was saying that, like, never really thought about that, but a lot. And that's what I don't get, because I've noticed that with even uh, Adam Calhoun, mm-hmm. huge independent music artist, I think he's like number one on billboard charts right now in front of all the majors and stuff, but even him, I see he's very... Every time I shot a music video with him... I mean, Malik flooded them with all these high quality behind the scene, awesome music videos. He never posted one <laughs> thing. Um, I would do, you know, little clips from vlogs and stuff. Or yeah. something. Like he never, very, very, very particular and picky with what he posts. It's kind of like if this isn't gonna go crazy and get hell of engagement, I'm not even gonna post it. Mm. And and he would talk about like I don't want to. Um, kind of overstay my welcome. Yeah. So I don't want to post too much to get my audience sick of me. So there's this like line of I'm I'm gonna post not enough to make people miss me, but I'm gonna post enough to remind people that I'm alive and I'm here and I'm doing these things. Yeah well,
1: that's so, interesting.
0: I didn't even think about that. And then see but then when you get so deep like that, yeah. in my head I'm like, dude, if if me and you were in Colorado right now and we just went skiing. And we took a picture. You know how how epic
1: that would be? I'm I'm
0: posting that. I'm not going to be like, oh no, this is not going to get a lot of engagement Mm -hmm. or likes or whatever. I I think it all combines and works together.
1: Yeah. That's why... Oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, I was going to say, that's why uh, I think social media is kind of so unique in a way because I just see a lot of people... like A lot of people have a lot of followers, but then it's like, if you're just trying to show off the cool shit you're doing or cool stuff you're doing, like that's cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you don't have a sale or like a service behind it that you're selling, it's kind of like it's almost like what are you doing it for and then in that sense cuz I'm I'm always thinking just business-wise like I don't think I would be posting as much or even showing the stuff I do if I wasn't able to turn that into a business, I guess.
0: Yeah. I I mean I'm trying to th- like if you weren't into freelancing, entrepreneur and stuff yeah. and you worked that, let's you wouldn't work there but Let's say you work at Target full yeah. time. Yeah. What would the purpose of social media exactly. be? E- except for like friends and family. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like mm-hmm. your kid turned seven and you wanted to post it and people that you grew up with are like, oh, look at your kids yeah. getting big and you know, maybe
1: Yeah. And I guess basically just what I've been saying is lately I've been thinking about a lot of people who want to be famous. Yeah. But a lot of people who want to be famous are seen, but it's like for what though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, true. Sometimes people just want to go viral or I see just, I see videos all the time and it's cool, like the following is cool, but I I always just kind of realize the grand scheme of things, like people do a lot just to be famous for nothing, if that makes sense. So I think if I was ever known, I always wanted to be like for a business or working on a business rather than just trying to go and find the most followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that sound crazy?
0: No, no, that's, I mean, that's like your mission. That's your vision. Yeah. Yeah. I'm somewhere, I remember uh, today's, do you remember Jay's custom? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Password, today's his birthday. Oh, and yeah. um, me and, he used to ask me whenever I'd be in the brainstorming, coming up mm-hmm. with stuff, he'd be like, do you want to be famous or do you want to be rich? Exactly. And I used to be like, both. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I think that there is a way to do it. Just Yeah. Like, like I'm. I'm confident with your intelligence and business yep. background that if you if I was like bloom here's 500,000 followers yeah. your income would skyrocket oh, because for sure. you would know yeah, how to monetize sure. it. Yeah. But so many people they don't understand business and stuff mm-hmm. or they might even have like 20,000 followers and they could be making money off of that monetizing it but they're not cuz they just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And that same person could have 2 million followers and still not know how to monetize it. Um so yeah, I to tie back into like Facebook ads. That's Mm -hmm. what I love about it. Because with Facebook ads, you can set up in your targeting Mm -hmm. anyone that's engaged with any of your stuff. So it's like, all right, you have an organic content strategy where you know that I'm going to be, say, posting every single day. So in a month, I got 30 posts, Mm -hmm. two months, 60, three months, 90, whatever. I got all these different posts out there. And these posts are going to potentially bring in new people and what's nice is knowing that when you have the Facebook ads running alongside it, any new person that comes into your, like, your funnel, your mm-hmm. ecosystem, now they're, now they're inside and they're there to where they're going to see see all of, like, your paid ads and stuff and constantly be seeing and, you know, eventually potentially becoming a customer, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it, it feels awesome to set that up. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, that's sweet. And I feel like... Um I feel like since shooting music videos and doing stuff like services like that and more, because I'm still doing service work, I guess I would say, but it's kind of more like I'm not really looking for the customer too much, if that makes sense. Um,
0: You're in a position of power.
1: A little bit. powerful position. Yeah, a little bit. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm kind of realizing about not needing followers in a sense of, because like locally, if you are able to kind of like position yourself to where businesses want to reach out to you to promote maybe like for instance our space we promote like a lot of diversity i feel Mm -hmm. like that's why a lot of businesses are so eager to work with us and especially in a city that's not that has a lot of diversity but it's not shown nationally that how diverse we actually are Um, but i feel like in that sense if you're able to position yourself of in a certain angle where it's like you know a lot of people might not know me but people see my work and then they want to work with me if that Mm -hmm. makes sense and I feel like that's easier for me to scale rather than to trying to blow up our followers and then trying to figure out how to convert them into customers when, you know, I don't know, it's kind of like, I don't know, the way I'm thinking about it right now is like I've, I'm starting to realize like it's a lot of different ways for a business to be made and it's a lot of different ways for money to be made, but I've just been trying to figure out the best way to do it and right now I've been realizing like corporations have a lot of money mm-hmm. and... um They're willing to work rather than, I've had to, I don't know how to make sense of it other than like, I've had to prove myself to new customers before or in the past for the less amount when it's like over here, it almost feels like you're doing the same or less work and still getting paid more, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you're working smarter, not Yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like if you were to do a post tomorrow saying, I'm doing music videos, who wants to work? Like the type of clientele and the budgets and stuff, yeah, are going to be such a small fraction of like them corporate budgets. That's what I'm saying. And it's going to be hard work too. Yeah. like a music video is a yeah. lot of creative it's
1: anxiety, kind of. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And then yeah, like the anxiety of thinking, yeah. did I get enough shots? Do I not have enough shot? And then you got to yeah. edit it, and then you're worried like when you send it over, and mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's a lot that goes into it. Versus like you said, a simpler, easier. Yeah, like even this style, camera on a tripod. Yeah, yeah. hi, I'm Sally from Rite Aid. and <laughs> no, for you know, sure. blah yeah. blah blah. Exactly, kind yeah. of you know, cut it up a little bit, a little yeah. bit of b roll. She's like, Oh, I love it. It's like, yeah. Gosh, that was easy. Yeah. And it might be double, triple. Yeah, what you get paid for a video. Yeah, so yeah, you're working smarter.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to just figure it out, man. But I just, I've been noticing that recently. It's kind of like, Wow. I've done so much hard work in the past, and felt like I got nothing. You know what I'm saying? So
0: I was saying to Alyssa because when I was venting one day, being a little bitch, mm-hmm. talking about uh, yeah. you know, money and stuff yeah. like that, she was like, it just seemed like when we first started dating, you were just so busy. You were so busy. You're like, mm-hmm. you were always shooting videos. You're always in the studio. You're always doing this. And I was telling her eight, well, I guess seven, some years ago, like you got to realize. Studio time at that point was like 25 or 35 dollars an hour. Jeez. And then videos were like 200 dollars 300. Yeah. So it may, you may remember me always being But gone I was and not doing that. Yeah. But that day where I did three music videos in a day, I was coming home with like 800 bucks or mm-hmm. six, you know, three mm-hmm. 200 dollar videos. Where now it might just be a couple 2 or 3000 mm-hmm. dollar videos and that's way more than doing 50 videos in a month. Yeah. At $200, $300, so, yeah, it's just like, yes, I am less busy, but when I am getting paid, it's way higher than what it was before. It's but, almost
1: like the time is more valuable.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. For sure.
1: Do you feel like, because um, Lanson, I feel like we we both know all the videographers Lanson. There's new ones, too, but um, do you feel like... How have you always been able to charge what you charge? Because I feel like you charge the most, especially like in our area. And to be honest, I think uh, the most of people I know, even in Detroit, to be honest, yeah.
0: Oh, I think that all just goes back to the brand. Yeah, yeah, and awareness. Yeah, and it's really brand, like Mm -hmm. kind of. The same reason why someone would pay, like this is a white t-shirt mm-hmm. from Old Navy, it might be like $8, $7, yeah. let's say it's 5 bucks or 10 bucks, something like that. But then the same white t-shirt that might be from Polo, mm-hmm. it's now $40. Same, but it's Polo. Why, why Why is Polo $40 in there? They have a much bigger brand. It's cooler. It's, mm-hmm. you know, if, if this said Old Navy right here, I might be a little embarrassed or something where I don't feel fly, like I'm going to the club or like presentable, but if it says Polo... I know that everyone knows that this costs forty dollars.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's not your average white t shirt. It's polo, guys. So I feel more
1: confident. Yeah. But how have you been able to stay in that pocket? Cause it's like um you are I would say you are the polo amongst like especially local people. So a local business, I would say. But then even I feel like you're also doing better than people that are more known to you, more known than you, where it's like That's where I said, the more followers, it's like, if you're not, if that doesn't convert into business, then that really doesn't mean anything. Because it's like, I know people who have shot big videos or have been around big people, but it's like, I still look at you as one of the top paid, you know, like, videographers or directors. So how do you think that kind of, how have you always been able to manage that as well? Yeah, I mean... Because you don't really shoot big artists as well. And I noticed that, and I think that might be... A thing too, where I feel like maybe you make people comfortable enough to come with you. Or
0: I, I'm not really—I sh- don't have like a a sound answer yeah. or nothing like that. But it kind of just at one point in time, I charged. This is like supply and demand. I yeah. charged the price, and then that's what I felt like I was worth. Mm-hmm. And let's say it was like two, three hundred dollar video. Yeah. And then people were willing to pay it, and then you know. It would slow down and i would think okay do i need to go down 100 bucks to get yeah. more busy again and then uh more busy how's my <laughs> grammar <laughs> yeah more busy and then you know people would book me and then i would get so busy at 300 that and i would get better from doing all those videos it was like fuck it it's 400 now mm-hmm. went up to 400 stayed busy stayed busy stayed busy people are still booking you know and it was like getting overwhelmed so i'm like Six hundred dollar videos. Anyone? Yeah. Still stayed busy. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like the supply and demand. And yeah. then because I could say right now, hey, a music video is a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Just because I say it don't mean the market no, is gonna sure. yeah. pay it. So if no one pays it, well then I'm gonna be like, all right, yeah. Fifty thousand? Anyone?
1: Yeah.
0: Still no one? Uh let's go down to ten. Anyone? I got one person yeah. a year that'll pay me ten thousand. I just okay. think it's
1: always been fascinating though, because like I feel like you set your own market, though. Like there's, I feel like I know a lot of people and even myself, like, I've, I know people and myself has always worked in the market, but yeah. I feel like I've always known you to be above the market, if that makes sense. That's so lot of a compliment. Yeah, and that's why I've always, like, kind of noticed that about you and I admire that about you, just because it's like, I know, like, I'm shooting these videos and I'm probably doing all this sweet stuff or, like, you know, all these effects, but it's like, then I see your videos and they're cinematic and they're straight to the point. Sometimes they're effects, but I'm like, I know he got probably paid more than me. You know what I'm saying? And then you might call me like, man, your videos are fire, but it's mm-hmm. like, man, I don't feel good about how I got paid. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, I was thinking the other day with, uh, I paid someone for like video help mm-hmm. and wasn't thrilled. And I thought, I know they're capable of good stuff, yeah. but they're very hit and miss. So I feel like when you're, when you're good, You still have off days. Yeah. And then, kind of like once you become great, like you're just consistently good. Yeah. And I think that with my brand, I've established that to where it's always good. My goal is that if anyone were to tell anyone, uh, I just made a new song at the studio, what studio did you go to? And if they say Crackalack, it'll be like a, Oh, it's probably, it's probably oh good. Yeah. yeah yeah his yeah. reputation is good he's mm-hmm. known for good like he's just he's good at yeah. what he does and then the same thing if someone said uh, i'm about to drop a new music video mm-hmm. who shot it crackalack they would just expect like oh it's, it's gonna be yeah. good
1: you're right you're right you know yeah
0: so I, I think one would be the talent level just consistently being good and just like when we first started we might have like had a random good one mm-hmm. and then we're like sucking 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 yep. sucking yep. some amateur shit and mm-hmm. then like a random one that's kind of good and then we we're kind of good for a while then eventually we got good and we'd have a random one that might be like great mm-hmm. and then the rest of them are just good decent whatever and then eventually it's like great 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 great
1: how do you feel like um how do you feel like you've been able to make where does it come from where you're able to make regular people look famous though because it's like you know, because sometimes I might I might listen to the song and not maybe maybe not even entirely enjoy the song or maybe um, not have a full fledged idea for a certain person just their personality and stuff like that. So how do you feel like you're able to make someone look like they're supposed to be there or look like a rapper?
0: I think that just comes with uh, just experience, experience yeah. you know, kind of like you know how to like like this and get a good yeah. shot here. And then, you know, the, sometimes I would feel that way. It's like, dang, man, I got the, the perfect location, yeah. the perfect lighting, yeah. the perfect blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the artists themselves are not ruining the shop, but yeah. like... Not prepared. Yeah, like yeah. they didn't, their outfit ain't there yeah. or yeah. like their confidence or mm-hmm. something like that. Because then I've done videos where an artist's confidence and look was there. But the budget, like it was a Motel Six <laughs> yeah. room, just nothing. <laughs> yeah. But they were shaking their dreads video and doing fire. stuff. Yeah, and yeah, the video yeah. was crazy. Yeah. And I had just got done doing like a really expensive one and I was struggling to make it look good. Um, but yeah, it ended up being good. I I, I love brand. I think one yeah, of the books that I brand. wanna write is gonna be called The Bigger Your Brand, the Bigger Your Bag. And um yeah, yeah. just I love brand. It goes down to everything. I, I remember when I was starting to sell beats mm-hmm. and then I had got to where I thought, right, definitely wasn't true, but yeah. I thought that my beats were just as good as like Timberland, Dr. Yeah. Dre, Scott yeah. Storch, yeah. all the huge guys in my era. And so I thought my beats were just as good. But then when I knew that, they were selling beats for hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and I was selling beats for a hundred dollars and I thought like if our beats are the same good, same How level of sense, goodness, yeah. but I'm getting a hundred dollars and they're getting a hundred thousand dollars, it's because they're Timberland, they're mm-hmm. Dr. their their brand yeah. is so much bigger and then I think I just became obsessed with like promoting myself, branding myself, always documenting, always you know, yeah. like branding, that's that's the long-term play. I seen a video yesterday and I was saying a lot of people confuse branding, marketing, and sales. And they're all three completely different mm-hmm. services. And um, a friend of mine, Malik, he was offering, he didn't know it at the time, he thought he was offering marketing mm-hmm. to a business. And it was branding. But it was branding. Yeah. It was basically helping yeah. build up their content, their followers, so that way when someone would see some marketing mm-hmm. from them, they'd be like, who the hell is this? Click on the page, then they see these followers, this content, mm-hmm. this, oh, they're a, they're a stronger brand versus if they had five followers and zero posts, yeah. they're sketchy. So it's kind of similar, you know, The your toilet breaks down and you search plumber near me, and let's say the first plumber comes up, he's got 3,000 five-star ratings, and then the next guy on the list is like, got seven ratings. Mm-hmm. That guy with 3000 you automatically assume he costs more than the next guy, yeah. but he's probably good. You just trust him more, you feel more comfortable, and that's that's like the power of brand.
1: No, for sure. And then um, I just have one last question before we get out of here, too. Um, and you got the chain on. So where did the name come from? Where did Crackalack come from? Because I'm not going to lie, I still get asked this about you all the time. i am like, yeah, I was with Crack. And I'll like, who's Crack? And sometimes i am like, yeah, my boy, Nick. You know what I'm saying? But... Where did Crackala come from? Um
0: <clears throat> have you seen 8 Mile?
1: Yeah. Eminem? Yeah.
0: Remember when he was like making fun of himself? Yeah. So, um my best friend through basically second grade to uh, high school, mm-hmm. we were into we went through phases of music together. So I remember when the boy bands were cool, Backstreet Boys, NSync, all that stuff, we mm-hmm. were in elementary school and so we started a boy band. Our recess, we had tryouts, you had to sing, because I want it that way, that line. Yeah. And yeah, we had a whole line. People would come up, because like, I want it that yeah. way. And like, eh, it's not going to work out, whatever. We're like fifth grade. Yeah. So then we get into middle school, and then rock was cool. Skateboarding, mm-hmm. wearing like the ball chains. Yeah. You have your wallet in your back pocket, and then you got the chain, you know, and yeah, like I know you're talking about. billabong, Quicksilver, spike your hair up and stuff. Um that was what we were into and so i I, uh started playing the drums Mm. i had got a set of drums and was taking drum lessons and he was playing the guitar and so we were like rock band era then hip-hop was cool once we got into like junior high high school and i I was standing at his house i woke up one day he was like rapping to a computer mic i was like what are you doing and you know we were listening to hip-hop but he was actually he was like man i just he was FL Studio. It was like version one or two or something like that. Very beginning days. I just made this beat and I'm recording a song. You should yeah. try it. And uh, black guy, I'm white. I, I was just saying like, oh, I'm white. I'm, I'm not Eminem. I'm not Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Beastie Boys. Like, uh, and, and then yeah, he it was his idea to um, why don't you do what Eminem did in the Eight Mile and kind of like make fun of yourself. Yeah. So I said I'm gonna be Cracker, the white rapper. Is what I said at the time, yeah. and I went by cracka. So in our, this is my like junior, maybe so- sophomore year of high school. Yeah. We got in the the high school newspaper, and there was like an article about us. And oh, standing there like mean mug, <laughs> and it says Cracker. <laughs> and then I was started making beats at the same time, and uh, I needed a producer tag. Yeah, so it'd be like Crack on the beat or Cracker a crack beats cracker something and one day I was writing a verse and I said "Crackalaka, smacka wacka rappa and I, I thought it was cool yeah. at the time yeah. you know at 15 I was like yeah like Tupac right <laughs> and so yeah when I say crackalack I I made the tag crackalack on the track and then that was kind of my thing through high school people mm-hmm. said so like crackalack on the track crackalack on the track and I've had that same tag on all my beats and I used to be very insecure and not like my name. Mm-hmm. And when I was a music artist, and I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, and I'm going to shows in like Detroit, and I'm the only white guy there, and then I'm getting off stage, and then people are coming up to me asking my name and stuff. And, I'm, and it's loud, you know, the club music. And I'm telling them, crack-a-lack. And they're like, crack-a-what? like, crack-a-lack. And like,
1: crack-a-what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I used to hate the name, but then as I've like grown and, uh, learn more about like business and seo yeah my real name is nick so it'd probably be like nick a generic name nick money nick, nick beats, beats. Yeah. Nick Beats, exactly yeah. um so i'm glad i didn't do that yeah. i did chose or choose crackalack um I-, I can't tell you how many times i've been tagged in the meme that mm-hmm. said i had cheese but no crackers i was crackalacking <laughs> like, the first time someone sent me that, I was like, uh-huh, that's kind of yeah. cool. But then, like, the 500th time they send it, it's just like, LOL. Set. Yeah.
1: No, it's interesting, though, because I feel like the way I bring you up all the time is just like, oh, this marketing genius, you know what I'm saying? they like, oh, who is that? My boy, Crack. And they'll like, who? <laughs> and you know, I don't say your full. now. I don't say Crackalack, but I'll like, oh, Crackalack. And then they are like, oh, okay, yeah. But why they call him that? And I'm just like, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> that's his brand. But you're right, though, about branding, because it's like, You've been doing it for so long. Like, when people that actually are from here, like, when they hear about a music video shot by you, they're gonna, instead of being like, they're gonna know it's fire, but I always hear, like, oh, okay. Like, cause it's like already a short thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, who, who'd you, where'd you record that crack? Like, oh, okay, but you know what I'm saying?
0: I remember this is, I don't know how I, my mindset was like this at 17 or 18, but mm-hmm. I remember, so my best friend, his name was Tyler mm-hmm. Reed. And he went by treed. So that was his like artist name, mm-hmm. producer name, and his nickname like at school. So it was cool to like go to parties at different places. And let's say we were like playing some of our music. Yeah. And then it was like, this is treed. This is treed. But then everyone knew me as Nick. And I I thought, like, no, I want to be like him. Everyone yeah. knows his nickname. Everyone calls him by yeah. his nickname. If I'm gonna invest into Trying to become a, a famous rapper mm-hmm. that's called Crackalack, it don't benefit me at all. Meet new people and introducing myself as Nick. Yeah. So I, at seventeen, start anytime I would go to a party, and they'd be like, "Hi, I'm Brittany. What's your name?" I'd be like, "Crackalack." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like that was so <laughs> yeah. strange. But and I did it. I was like, it was a mind thing. Like mm-hmm. I was convincing myself to believe in it. Yeah. So it was like a a, a test. And I remember too, like on the same type of test thing. I'm super introverted, mm-hmm. and I would hate going up to people, conversating, stuff like that. And I remember when I was 18, I had um, my girlfriend at the time drop me off on Michigan State campus, and I had a backpack full of CDs, mm-hmm. and I also didn't have no money at the time. and it, And I said, I'm not gonna call you to pick me up until I've gotten rid of all these CDs, and I knew that. To get rid of all these CDs, that means gotta talk to <clears> I gotta talk to yeah. a lot of people, and, and not even talk to a lot of people, but try to get them, convince them to buy it, so I can have some money. Mm-hmm. And like I was literally that dude that was calling up to people, like, yeah. hey, "Hey, my man, are you a fan of hip hop?" Man, you like, I still see that now with to? the CDs. Yeah, yeah. But that was a, that was a super. I, I just remember being horrified. But it's like how people do ice baths. Yeah. It's like good for your mental and your yeah. discipline. You came out good like at that. the end. I did that at 18.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. It's
0: a pretty cool. I'm glad that I did that.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, yeah, it plays out well too because I feel like I know you as being a comfortable person to just come out and talk to people, if that makes sense. Even though you say you're introverted. Yeah. But I've seen you in situations where you've you've been able to handle yourself with new people at least. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. What are, are you introverted or extroverted?
1: Uh, I would say now I'm introverted, but I used to be extroverted. I think just life changes and just life experiences have made me introverted. Um, but I amongst my people I feel like I can be very outgoing, if that makes yeah, sense. yeah.
0: I'm similar. Yeah. So like this podcast, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm yeah. talking like crazy, right? Yeah. But let's say you brought me to your family yeah. birthday party. I'm not
1: talking that much either. I'm sitting on <laughs> yeah. at a table.
0: Yeah. And I'm awful at small talk. Mm -hmm. How about you?
1: Me too. I'm very awful. I just
0: don't care about, you know, people like. Man, it's hot. It's like, yep.
1: Yeah, I'm like, that's crazy. (laughs) That's funny. That's crazy. (laughs) That's like
0: the, the uh, stereotypical freaking uh, response. response. That's just like, wow, that's that's crazy.
1: crazy. (laughs) Sometimes people don't catch you though. But yep, uh, what's that? That's a wrap. That's a wrap, man. That's a wrap. Episode three. Episode three. I'm Desco Martin. This is... Crackalack. You guys are
0: sharks because there's something in the water.
1: Yep. Shout out to the sharks, man. Episode three, we're still working on it. It's going to get better and better every time. Yeah. You know,
0: Let us know in the comments, too, what topics you guys would yeah. want us to talk more about or we should have guests on here. Yeah,
1: And we're down to talk about anything that's essentially not motivational, but more just uh, forward thinking and... Um, where we can grow, or we can grow, where we can all grow together, in a sense. So those topics, just send them to us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Subscribe to be notified for future videos. If you're listening to this on streaming platforms, please give it a review, screenshot it, tag us on Instagram.
1: And yeah. we'll catch you later.